Welcome everyone to another episode of Info Pilgrims Live. I am Jack May, and joining me, finally, all together again, David Dobley and Benjamin Drumgold. Boys, where the frick have you been for the past couple weeks? We're back! Ben and I have been meeting up without you. Oh, is that what it is? We started a new podcast. It's called Jack Sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Yikes. I had that Uh, one coming, didn't I? Well, it's... It's only on... Our phones. Yeah. <laughs> Voice memos. Um, no. Well, I just got back from the old hills of New Hampshire, which I've never been to. Wait, Wait you <laughs> said you were in Virginia. No, Vermont. Vermont. Geography experts. <laughs> the the states are adjacent to each other. I, I knew it was northeastern area. I it was patriot country. He didn't even know. Something was wrong. We Okay, we stayed at a and b in Vermont. Then we went hiking in New Hampshire. New Hampshire for New one Hampshire. day. <laughs> I just always think the Shire. Remember the Shire, oh. Pippin. <laughs> <laughs> you know, Lord of the Rings. But yeah, it no, was pretty cool. Yeah, Jack knows. He knows. I do know. It was like I'd say about thirty degrees at night. Ooh, and honestly, wow. this is the thing I realized about hiking. Hiking does suck because <laughs> you just walk in and climbing up a mountain, but it is rewarding. It was I, th- a cool time. I think like everyone knows hiking sucks, but that five minutes when you get to the top and you see yeah. that view, it's like, all right, it's, it's worth, worth it. it. Yeah. But everyone's like, yeah, it sucks to that yeah. point. And you see some grinders out there. Like yeah. people are just coming out with their kids. Bro, if I see people. a guy walking with a pole, like I'm like, dude, this guy takes it way too seriously. There are some people with poles out or there. Or like two poles. Yeah. Oh, two when poles. you see the people with two poles, <laughs> yeah. you're like... Oh, get out of their way. They're going for it. Yeah, they're, they're going hopping. all and the some, way. And then you pass somebody and they're just running. Yeah. Somebody's just like jogging mm-hmm. the trail. You're and like, then you have the kids somebody throwing Somebody chasing rocks. you? Yeah, it's like... crazy. <laughs> well, there might be. <laughs> yeah, there might be. Especially yeah. in New Hampshire. New Hampshire. <laughs> New Hampshire. But, I mean, we had to hang our food up in case bears. I was like, this is serious. This so why did you go to Vermont? Or uh, New Hampshire? Uh, my military buddies, two of them, they try to meet up every year or so and do a camping trip. They're basically like gypsies. They just love to get off. The and they're grid. the ones who gave you the fugly haircut. Yeah. And they, <laughs> and they had, well, there's a bunch of, there's like 10 dudes total out there. Cause they have a bunch of friends from Michigan. They call themselves the mustache boys. Oh so we my. grow out mustaches and we get wild in the woods, hooping and hollering. And you guys probably drink a lot of IPAs. Black velvet whiskey. Yeah. <laughs> oh my god! Yeah. Anything yeah. that was in a plastic bottle That's that we phenomenal. could carry in backpacks. Honestly, there's probably like all these healthy hiking guides out there, mm-hmm. and we did the total opposite. Just dehydrated, no sleep, chugging whiskey, throwing dips in. Back to the military days. Yeah, it was a good time though. It was, and the, the the like Jack said, the peaks were beautiful. Peaks I think were it was beautiful. like four thousand feet. It wasn't that wow. high, but still decent views. Yeah, you just think like. I guess it was an old logging area. Like they had scalped the mountains back in the early 1900s. And that was before chainsaws. People were just chopping down trees by hand, carrying them out of the woods. That must have been insanely hard. Dude, you saw like, have you ever seen that video of like these older loggers who would literally chop wood down, put it in the river, and then they would ride yeah, the logs? They would just ride the logs. That is crazy to That's me. That's pretty cool. Get on that uh, discovery. Do a sh- they probably have shows. Dude, on Dude, can you imagine their calves? Like Huge just calves. massive, just riding logs on the river all day, Popping. every day. So we talked about David. Ben, what have you been doing? Well, I've been getting educated. Oh, David's been drunk in the wilderness. <laughs> we don't need to compare those. Two. Both are educating. <laughs> uh, I've been getting educated. It's been different for me. This is my first time, like. Uh, honestly it's my first time going to college 
uh, when I graduated high school, I I went right into the workforce. So um, I was in sales for a long time, and and so th- this is my first attempt at going to college. Um, Which school are you going to? I'm going to the School of Urban Missions, oh. and so I'm getting my degree in uh, biblical theology. Oh, nice! Yeah, wow! I know. I love that your school is called the School of Urban Missions, and it's in like San Francisco, like where there's no urban areas. Yeah. <laughs> Sacramento, it? come on! Oh, Sacramento, Sacramento. okay. Town. Yeah, it's, it's all online, huh? Yeah, it's all online. We do everything in in Zoom classes, so oh. but it's all live, you know. So I've got people who um, are in class. Uh, my classes start at nine a.m. And so all these people in California, their classes start at 6 a.m. And so it, that's got to nah, be fam. so annoying. That's yeah. Brutal. So I'm like, they put us in breakout groups, you know, sometimes. And we're like an hour in a class, so it's 7 a.m. And these kids are like, dude, we don't want to do anything. Like, And I'm like, I don't blame you. It's 7 a.m. where you're at. I'm like, it's 10 o'clock here. I'm halfway done with my day. But, you know, and uh, it's, it's been a great experience so far. I love nice. it. So, uh, Jack, what have you been up to? Dude, school, work, take care of the pup. Take care of the pup. The pup. The old yeah. pup. The old pup. Nitra. Man. Nitra takes care of Jack. She's basically yeah. our fourth member. She yeah. just walks back and forth. She'll that is exactly right. Straight judges us. That's right. She perked up at the Urban Missions comment. <laughs> <laughs> hey, she's from Atlanta. Yeah. Streets. The streets but, of um, Atlanta. That's interesting that all three of us are just continuing college grind in so, our later 20s. <laughs> our later well, like, I was talking with Tori. I was talking with Tori. I was like, I honestly, like, I, my whole life, you know, I've been working full time my whole life. You know, this is the first brief period of my life where I'm not working full time, but I will be back on Monday, unfortunately. But anyways, like, I was like, I don't know if I ever want to give up school. Like, I feel like I just want to keep taking classes until the day I die. I just enjoy the you aspects that, yeah. And it's not just the learning. It's the camaraderie, the people you get to meet, people that you normally wouldn't have interactions with in life. But because you, you're in a class with them, like I'm taking a food sciences class. And I mean, there's people in my class who barely speak English, which is crazy. So the only way we really communicate is like through like text like we can't communicate like vocally to each other so like trying to do group projects is a nightmare but it's cool because it's something i i'm learning how to work through so it's like the frustration is not there i'm looking as an opportunity to grow as a person yeah i think that's one of the cool things i realized going to classes in person not so much online because i haven't really connected with anybody on online class i just like sign into my class do what I have to do and then I'm out. Mm. I don't really know the names and stuff. Except I had one where we meet, we Skype, so I'm starting to get to know a few of the people that always answer Dude, questions. Dude, when you put a, an opportunity out there, like this is what I do in almost every class. I'm like, hey, I just want a study group. And people, everyone, I've always had like five or ten people always flock to it. Oh, really? So that's a great way online how you can still communicate and it's like a regular class. Yeah. yeah. There's a, a lot of people uh, who I've found in doing these online classes, especially from um, you know COVID season and that kind of stuff. Mm. Uh, they are doing like online study groups and those kind of things, but like not even for um, like communication mm-hmm. senses, but like just for like having somebody else there for yeah. almost like accountability. Like, hey, this is a time that I'm setting aside for this, so we're all gonna hop on a Zoom call, but like we're just gonna play music. Like, I'm mm-hmm. you know I'm gonna share my screen and you know play my my Spotify playlist, and like everybody's just kind of you know, assigned a week that it's your Spotify week, you know, kind of thing. Hmm. And so everybody just sits around for an hour and you, you know, hop on zoom and, and, you know, do your, do your study time during that time and, and that kind of thing. 
And so you kind of chat back and forth, but you know, it's not like a, you know, conversation. It's like a, it's like a study hall. For yeah, college. It's like, yeah. yeah. It's like a <laughs> virtual study hall. Absolutely. Yeah, that's yeah. pretty cool. Study yeah. Halls were cool. I, I haven't done one of those since. HCA. <laughs> oh gosh, the Panthers. Jeez. I one one thing me and David talked about a couple weeks ago was like the craziness of Zoom calls, and like I had my first interaction where this person like literally went off on a teacher, and they blacked their screens, and it was like one thing about humanity that made me realize is like people cannot be douchebags to someone's face even through a Zoom call. They black their screens and then they talk bad. Mm-hmm. So like it just made me think of like the human mind is like we're fine with saying it if we don't have a face to it, right? Yeah. And it was just, it was, it was hilarious because, like, I'm just sitting there and, like, you see everyone else is with their mouth just agape and you're just like, oh, shoot, what is Ooh. happening? Like, Good this work. guy went off on the teacher and it was interesting. But uh, I just thought those, those are funny to watch. Was that in the food science class? No, this was in you my... You taught me how to cook my beans. <laughs> no, 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 no. This is in my law in the media class. Oh, uh, okay. I, uh, what book is it where the kids get shipwrecked on the island? Is um, that... Oh gosh, Robin! Oh, Robinson Crusoe. That's another one. But Lord of the Flies. Lord There's of, a part okay. where they start painting their faces, and they they're like, when they paint their faces, they can go and just like kill people because mm. they don't care. It covers up who they are, so they can disassociate. So interesting. I was on black. Yell at your teacher. I always wondered that. Like, it's just it's a facial aspect, or like you'll be talking to someone in the media. Like you see athletes, they'll talk bad about the athlete behind their back, but when it's face to face time. Like, they're not going to, you know, address like, it. Oh, hey, Biggest yeah. thing I remember is Cam Newton and Kelvin Benjamin. Remember how they hated each other once I he left? I know that. So, Kelvin Benjamin was playing for the Buffalo Bills, and they were playing Carolina. Well, Cam Newton, you know, he's he's an in-your-face kind of guy. So, he got into, like, Kelvin Benjamin's face, and all you see is Kelvin Benjamin keep backing up, putting his head on the ground, not saying a word. And it's like, really? Yeah. So, like, he can talk crap about Cam Newton to the media, but when it comes time to face the music, he's a coward. Where's Kelvin Benjamin at now? Oh, he's yeah. dude. He he's, he was gone? hitting three hundred, like he was a big boy. He couldn't really? play anymore. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, because wow. he was hot coming out of Florida State. Yeah, but that. he just kept eating his way out of the league. <sighs> I mean, it's, there's so much good food out there. Yeah, no, I can't blame him. <laughs> so, like, let's get into our topics this week. We just spent like ten minutes talking about this, but hey, now I'm hungry. So, I think one thing that we don't address as much is the presidential elections, and I think that's mostly on my part because I plan the topics. But I think it's a unique, a unique presidential election because I'm seeing so many Democrats flipping to become voting Republican this go around. A lot of Republicans flipping to vote Democrat this time around, and I was just curious to see what you guys' thoughts are on that. Well, that was interesting to me that you brought that up because in my mind, I've seen a lot of the right kind of double down and oh, yeah. the same way, and it made me think like because the two sides have become so much more polarized. There's not been a lot of crosstalk. So people who are converting, so to speak, mm-hmm. I think it's almost like, I don't know who you've ha- had experience with those people, but yeah. they they decide they, they want to do away with the old and they want to become a new person themselves. So they're like reinventing themselves and they're switching over. So it's out of like a personal mission more than just like, oh, suddenly... I feel like I'm more Democrat because it's hard if you're a Republican to be like, I believe CNN, I'm joining them. Yeah. But at the same time, you don't necessarily have to follow the news agencies. You could just be like, I don't think Trump is that good. I think he needs to leave. I know like the thing with the troops that came out recently, which I never even really got into, but I mm. guess he was criticizing like fallen soldiers that could have an effect on like a lot of veterans who had been pro Trump just because, you know, the soldier culture is usually pro Republican, pro Trump. Yeah. 
But so that was kind of something I could see people jump ship for. And as far as the left, I could almost see more likely Democrats switching to Republican just because it was basically the anti-Trump. They don't want anybody else. So they didn't really have a position as much as they were just saying, we don't want Trump. And if you have Biden and Harris, if you were like a Bernie fan, you might be like, Biden is really not the way I wanted to go with this. Or if you were a Yang fan as well, you might be like, Biden is super establishment. So I don't know. I think from my point of view is I see a lot of rhinos who are basically Democrats who vote more Republican than anything. But I see a lot of them seeing it as it's a sexy move to be voting Democrat, voting Joe Biden this time around. And the same thing goes for, you know, the more right leaning uh, liberals. It's like, hey, like Biden sucks. Like we're going to vote Trump because, you know, anything's better than Biden. Biden looks incompetent up there. So you'll see a lot of people. It's like they were already on the fence, but they realized that they can get more attention. And maybe that's not the right word. Because I don't want to say everyone's attention seeking that are switching sides. But I definitely see I've seen rhinos who are doing it just because it's a sexy move to not vote Trump. It makes it brings in more people, like especially if you're a politician right now running and you're a Republican. It looks it looks good that hey like he's willing to reach across the aisle he likes Biden you know blah right. blah blah so it's like there's definitely moves being made because it's beneficial for people but I also think that it's just an easy cop out for a lot of people too that we're not addressing. I, I would say I feel like a lot of people that I have spoken to and um, here are really starting to talk and and I don't know if it's just an underlying issue or mm-hmm. not but. Um, they're starting to to almost talk sensefully. I don't mm-hmm. know if that is a word or not. They're talking sensefully. <laughs> um, uh, talking more common sense, talk, I guess. Talk with sense. Talk, talk with, with sense. sense. I don't know. With yeah. in there, yeah. Yeah, I haven't got that far <laughs> in the college yet, guys. <laughs> <laughs> um, but like, they're starting to talk about policy instead of like party. Yeah. So, like. I'm hearing some Democrats say, well, I don't agree with Biden's policy. Mm-hmm. I tr- tend to lean more towards support on some things that Trump has um, been pushing. So I'm wondering if maybe that has something to do with the flip-flop. Yeah, I think th- I think conceding. that um, with coronavirus, there's been more time for people to think. Okay. And, you know... Sometimes that's more dangerous, but we, like you said, I do see people who are spending that time to actually do the research, realize how important policy is not just a person. Yeah. Just because he's a Democrat, I should vote Democrat. Oh, my dog just lost it. Nitro does not. But I think that it's an interesting dynamic that we're seeing that people are actually spending that time to think it through. Yeah. It's just it's something that hasn't been done because people haven't had the time to really do it. Right. I, I'd be curious to see how much the uh, if, if there's any and I don't want to like tread on thin ice here, but if there's any like white guilt involved with Republicans jumping to the Democratic side, just because it the the right has been so characterized as racist and, you know, anti black lives matter. And you can have your own opinions on it. It's such a complicated situation. But the characterization of that is like, oh, they're racist. Trump is racist. So people might be like, yeah, I'm going for Biden. You know, I'm sick of the racism. And if that's true, that is that's an interesting feature because I think I don't I wouldn't say that's 100 percent media infused, but that's mm-hmm. had a lot to do with people's opinions on that situation. Yeah. But that could be another reason why some of the right people are going to the left. 
Yeah, there were uh, a while ago when actually it was when the iPhone um, 10 had just come out. Mm. There was a um, I, I can't remember who did it, but uh, there was a in New York City. They were downtown and they said, "Hey, we wanted to show you this the new iPhone 10. It was it's released prior to anybody else releasing it and all this kind of stuff. And it was actually just an iPhone 8." Um, <laughs> And they were like, hey, I just want to show you that. And everyone was like, oh, this is so cool. This is so cool. This is so cool. And um, they were like, what phone do you have? And they're like, an iPhone 8. And so they were like, see how different it is? And they're like, it's so much lighter and all this kind of stuff, right? And so the same people recently just went out and said, hey, Biden just said this and mm. said something. And they were like, yeah, we, you know, that's, that's awesome. And they were like, actually, Trump said that. <laughs> and they were like, wait, really? Yeah, and Infowars does that a lot. Yeah, I think that's who it was. To their credit, I will say that yeah. like their in the streets things are pretty hilarious, but it's actually like factual. Is yeah. that Alex Jones? It is, but <laughs> it's not Alex Jones. It's his people underneath him okay. doing that. Yeah, I think uh, now that you say Infowars, I've, mm-hmm. I it might have been it might have been them. Uh, but I seeing the responses of those people, like, oh my gosh, I, I've almost been blindsided by mm-hmm. a person. Mm-hmm. If that's really factual then i need to do a little bit more research yeah oh yeah and so i'm what you said and you hit it on the on the head people are doing a little bit more research yeah they're not falling for the person they're falling for the policy oh yeah and i think that's i I think it's time yeah you know because back in the day we used to have the term like a southern democrat you know Mm. like obviously that's not a case anymore i don't feel <laughs> yeah, yeah. you know because uh that was a meant a whole different context than you know a democrat that we would yeah. say now um but i just i just believe people are are trying to support what they believe in mm-hmm. and if there's a, someone who's representing that they're gonna go for that yeah i think i think it's crazy so, something that i've been doing a lot of research on is reddit and everyone who's on Reddit, David's on Reddit. We can agree that's a very liberal leading site. There's no denying that. I think it's interesting to see, like, you'll look at their dynamic and they'll always say, like, hey, there's more people voting uh, that are leaving the Republican Party to vote Democrat, which just isn't true. So they'll get like three or four cases and bring that up and highlight that. And I'm just like, well, what's your purpose in that? Because that you're just creating fraud and you're only talking to a vote, like a voter base that's already decidedly liberal. So like all it does is any conservative who's on that site, like myself included, I get angry because I'm just like, you can't say like the, the the party is leaning this way when last election Trump won very decidedly. Like I, it just, it baffles me. Like they think that these same tactic tactics of they've been implying for 20 years still work when they've proven that they don't work. And I'm not just saying that on the liberal platforms like Reddit. I mean, there's obviously Fox news is very biased. There's other platforms that are conservative that are biased, but it's just interesting that like, it's the same tactics over and over again. And you, I think to you guys' credit, the way you said it is that they're looking at policies. Now it's like people are just sick and tired of you regurgitating information from the past 15, 20 years that they're just like, screw it. We're going to do my own research. Now this is dumb. Yeah. I think it's like our politics on reddit it's very anti-trump oh dude that's that's it's like string trump up yeah it's so it's like, bad this is the news of the world trump sucks trump sucks trump sucks yeah and whatever the case like okay that's and i think you're right Reddit's is probably run by more left-leaning administrators and uh people i will see like the group think of oh all the people from the right are leaving to the left yes. and i think part of it is like mob mentality like let's get more people thinking oh this is what's going on i'm joining ship but that's the wrong platform because it's everyone there like 
they're I, already I, there. Besides me and you, I have zero Republican friends who are browsing on Reddit. Well, I go on our conspiracy all the time. Oh, and let me is. tell you, that's just a, a oh, wild yeah. land. There's, <laughs> it it's out there. But like they banned on on Reddit, they banned the Trump the Trump threads. They banned okay. all that, and it's just like, what do you think you're accomplishing? Because all you're doing is rallying the other side against you. Yeah, and they're circling their wagons and going against. They're like, oh, if they're attacking us, we're gonna shore up our defenses. But I, just like when I was researching. Because Jack wanted to talk about some Supreme Court stuff the other day, uh, I was researching the Supreme Court and I was just learning about that a little bit. There, we are so infatuated with the persona of politicians without knowing the ins and outs of American government. It's crazy. You Jews, start re- the, the, for Supreme Court, it's like I want you to be on this side or you're on the other side. There's no middle ground. Yeah, mm-hmm. but I'm just like just the process, the way the government works. It's so complicated. It's like, man, we need to be learning about this kind of stuff way more than. <laughs> golf trips or sleeping attacks or whatever like this there's some the government's it's got a lot going on well <laughs> you look at it like the big news coming out and you know obvious obviously the death of ruth bader well oh, gosh I it's just a tough one ruth beta ginsburg ginsburg, ginsburg. i'm yeah. just gonna say ruth ginsburg because i don't want to butcher her middle name i don't know what it is exactly but her death you know is a very tragic thing but like Within hours, Fox News was just like, oh, we need to appoint someone. We need to appoint someone. And it's like, holy crap, like, just because this election cycle is ending, like, we can't even we can't even mourn the death of someone who's done so much great for women causes in our country. And it's just like, all we think about is politics. And it's like, within hours, it was like, oh, we can, we can flip Mitt Romney because if we flip Mitt Romney in the Senate, then we have the, all the votes we need in Senate to confirm a Republican uh, justice. And it's like, hold on, like, Let's actually do this with due process, but it's like people are so afraid of losing power. It's like they forget about the humanity of everything involved. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, and I'll even say on the other side of it, mm. like the Democrats, Pelosi was like, well, if they even try to bring somebody in, we've got plenty of tools is what she said. Yeah. Um, to, yeah, I'm not saying either side scumbags. Yeah. And that's it. what yeah. I was that, like. I'm just saying both sides are so power hungry yes that it doesn't matter somebody can pass away mm-hmm. and our whole worry is that somebody's going to gain power and that's that's a sick mindset that like we've so ingrained into our society that like it's the reality now like uh us again on reddit i don't know why i've been on reddit through like themes today but i was on reddit and the whole mitt romney thing him saying like hey he'll confirm whoever trump goes through like it had the democratic side like oh i always knew that mitt romney was going to turn against us and it's like why is he turning against you for going for something for his beliefs like it's like they can't even take a second to like processes like he's a human being he's made choices for both sides like hey let's champion him that he's actually making these choices he's not letting a party dictate what his thought is and it's just like it's just so quick to judge and so little thought i feel like goes into it as a society it's all mm-hmm. team versus team now yeah and if you think about the supreme court that's right that's versus huge. wrong mm-hmm. yeah. so you have two sides that are like we're right you're wrong and mm-hmm. the other well and know. that's what the, like the democrats i get it like that's a fearful thing if you know you fought for 50 plus years for abortion i don't want to get into that topic but the fact is if they're going to lose a six to three majority i mean that's a very very big case that could be overturned by 
That's such a weird one to me that I'm I know like, it is. Gasp, we might ban abortion. Oh no! Like women's rights have been destroyed. And God, the, that's so ridiculous. And there's, there's thoughts that like for me when they bring this up, and you know, this is definitely our conservative side coming out. Um, obviously, we're, we're all we're all pro life in this this decision where it comes out to, but like the first thoughts were like, oh, if you ban abortions, then bad abortions are going to happen, and it's like. Why is that your first thought? Why is it? Can't we just say like, "Hey, we're saving lives." Once we once we we haven't done this for sixty years, we don't know what happens. This mm-hmm. is uncharted territory. If we stop right. abortions, hey, you know, maybe we start creating new alternatives for these parents. Like they don't have to be parents. Maybe we upgrade abortion. Like uh, with all the money that was going into abortion facilities, what if we start pouring that into adoption centers? Like we don't know. It's uncharted territory. If things happen, like let's choose to work together to make things better. I think yeah. like, you know, as a society, we need to learn how to work side to side. I think so much, like you said, is divided one side to another. There's no middle ground. I mean, let's be real. I've felt like the past three, four months, we have been pushing to the brink of civil war. And I'm very, very scared of what's going to happen because of this election, not trying to live in a spirit of fear, but that's the reality of this. And I think that if this confirmation goes through for a Republican, that's going to be a big powder keg that could push it even farther. Well, I think like what uh, I've, one of you fine gentlemen was saying earlier, it's easier for people to be rude on a medium of like the internet or yeah. over phone and face-to-face is not so much. I think face-to-face Americans are much more cordial than like the persona on the internet and on news. I mean, although there are some outbreaks you see where people are getting really upset. And like when I was at work the other day and I saw a boat with a Biden flag. Yeah. I knew that the boat with the Trump flag was going to say something. I knew that was like a combustible situation. I was yep. like, we need snipers on the roof. Oh, gosh. Oh, gosh. <laughs> we got a problem. But I think when you go out around town and people are way more friendly with each other if they just don't key off on those kind of things. Yeah. yeah. So it, it seems like if the media had its way, civil war would definitely be nigh. Yeah. But if people can just detach and. I think, the I, th- I think one of the key things that's been like triggering in my head is because like because of coronavirus, we've been cooped up inside. We live through the internet yeah. now. Like let's be real. That so like from my mindset, what I'm getting how society acts is through the internet correct currently. Mm-hmm. And so like currently like Everyone hates each other through the internet. Wow, conspiracy right there, Jack. You like that? They funneled us into social distancing, and you now we're only relating to other people is telling through them the to f off on Facebook. That's probably a lot of what people have done in the last three months. Like, oh, I'm gonna get on Facebook. I can't work. I can't go out. Like, I'm gonna hate these people. Bro, I went on Facebook the other day. I have like a thousand friends. I muted like 780 of them just so I don't see their stuff anymore. Like that's what society's done to me because I just don't care anymore. Like I like you're if you're gonna spit Mike hatred, respond to me. <laughs> <laughs> like if you're just just gonna spew hatred, like I don't need to see that in my life. Like as someone who works in, in a marketing field, like I have to be on Facebook constantly. So like if I can choose to m- remove hate from my life, I'm going to. And like people don't realize like you putting these conspiratorial Republican, Democrat, whatever it is side you fall on. You put that stuff on there. All you're doing is trying to create a fight, and you know it. You know, you know deep down in your head, like I'm putting there because I want to see reaction of my friends on my timeline. Yeah, and I'm like, screw you. Like, and I know that's a terrible thing to say, but like, man, you are doing nothing good for our society. You are the problem with our society by doing that. And like, I'm sick and tired of us like sitting back and not addressing that. 
if you're a person who do, who does that, you're a scumbag. Mm-hmm. There's no if and or about about that. Like that's just a terrible thing to do. If you know that politics are going to divide you and your friends, stop talking politics. Mm-hmm. There's no point in that. You're telling me that you talking politics is more important than the relationship at that point. And that's when I'm like, I don't need you in my life. I don't want that negativity in my life. If you want to sit down and just have a, a face-to-face conversation where you have to say these terrible things to my face, I'm down for it. Like I've, I've had people say terrible. I've been punched in the face multiple times. Let's live with it. Like let's, let's discuss things. That's the way to do things. Have you been punched in the face multiple times? Well, when I worked for the sheriff's office, okay. I'm just saying like, I've been punched in the face. Multiple, yeah. I'm okay with it. It's wild. I think I made like three times the face. Dude, is that that's the first thing that would trigger like anybody though? It's like the face. I don't know, just getting hit there is. That's just, an attack. That's it is a direct. Like like you no punch rules. me in the in the in the jewels. You can punch me in the arms, the legs. You like punch I'm gonna be fine. In the face. You're aiming at like yeah. their ego. Yeah. <laughs> you're aiming at like their center of consciousness. <laughs> like hey, you as a as a person, I'm attacking you. Dude, but like every time I got punched in the face when I was working for the sheriff's office, I just was always like, I don't want to be on the news. I'm not reacting. Like I didn't want to be one of those one of those people who work for a sheriff's office that attacked a person. Oh, I was like, yeah. not not worth it. I can just take the, the punch. animal sighting happened again. <laughs> <laughs> just growling. I'm gonna kill you. Jeez. Yeah. Well, one of the interesting things I think I've noticed about people's comments, which it's sad we have to continue to talk about this, just because it's part of our lives now. But people yeah. will say stuff that's antagonistic. Just because they enjoyed the fight more than even the idea yes, they're talking about. That's exact. That's I think that's it. One hundred percent of the time. Like, give them whatever ammunition you want. You can sub politics for LeBron or Michael Jordan, or sub it for tacos or pizza or whatever, blue dress or gold dress or whatever that competition was. And <laughs> was people right. just want to fight. Yes. Like uh, in that Jason Bourne movie, you just want to go fight. You just want to go fight. Well, yeah. Like one of my friends, his his mom had coronavirus. And then she's posting conspiracies that the CDC says wearing a face mask is pointlessness. And as he's like, mom, you literally had the virus. You know, this isn't true. Like, like, I don't like you're doing this just to fight. And like, that's basically like they will live and die on their side. And they don't even mm-hmm. care if they know that they're wrong. They just want that fight. Yeah. And I, I, I like having a good healthy debate, but like when you're just fighting to fight, like I'm mad because it's like, what's the purpose? You need to have a purpose for everything you do in life. And if there's not one, then you're wasting life. Am yeah. I wrong? I think it's a dopamine hit when you jab someone. Well, you see it like on the YouTube videos. If mm. you put stuff like such and such slams reporter, yeah, everyone. It, it, click, 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 click. Cause yeah. you want to slam somebody. You want to get that. Oh, yeah. mic drop. Like people love that. They, and they want to be able to, type up this fat juicy paragraph where they just own the other person like (laughs) first of all consequently and you throw in all these big words and stuff and it's yeah i think it's kind of toxic but i think it's our natural way i think it's the path of least resistance which is why we all fall into it so quick so i think we've we've talked about like what is happening with our society why people are doing what they do what are some ways that we could combat this? Like if you see these posts on there, how would you how would you want to address that? How would you think would be the healthiest way to discuss things with someone? I think one of the, one of the things I heard, I forget it was on some podcast I was listening to, mm-hmm. but they were talking about steel manning the opponent. And you heard of like that? you've heard of straw manning the opponent. Uh-uh. It's a logical fallacy where you 
you draw your opponent up to be the weakest version of themselves. You yeah. straw man them. But if you want to do a really good debate, you steel man the opponent. So you try to find all the ways that they would be right about their side. So you try mm. to like put yourself in their perspective and be like, all right, this is why they believe this. And this is the defense. So you almost so defend their putting position. putting on the other shoe. Yeah. So you almost defend their position. Gotcha. And I think that helps. And then... But like I don't I don't mean to combat that knock that down but like let's be real people aren't going to be willing to do that like what is a way you could you know discuss this with them like like hey like let's have a sit down conversation like what are some ways I get putting on the other shoe but like they're not going to be willing to look at it at that point of view right like I'm I'm talking about you're you're having your biggest racist aunt Sally posting something saying you know Trump, saying something about Trump blah 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 David like, if I post defund the police there you go how do you respond to that how do i respond to that post based on what you just said i wouldn't say anything to your post well I would just ba- like based on your your steel okay, man so, okay in my yeah. steel man i would say what are the why does ben think it's right to defund the police and then i would be like what are the what are the facts that he can defend his position with what's the emotions that he can defend his position why is he at the point now where he would choose that and what is my reason for thinking that's wrong Mm-hmm. And then I would go into like, well, what is the police force supposed to be? Like, what is their purpose mm-hmm. and everything? So just trying to like build up your side before I just say, oh, Ben, that's stupid. Mm-hmm. Who are you going to call when somebody breaks into your house? Good luck calling. I hope you get broken into, yeah. which, you know, you see how it descends that way yeah. so quick. Right. <laughs> and I like my opinions on the police defunding or whatever. I don't think the police should be defunded. I think you take money away. People get more angry. Right. But at the same time, the people who say defund the police, they have a total different like philosophical philosophical view of the police where they think it's this overreaching branch of control from the government. Right. And they're not hating on the individual. They're hating on the organization and the mentality behind that. And I respect that to an extent. Like as as somebody who just read the Declaration of Independence for school this past week i'm like there's some ideas well the intro paragraphs at least but (laughs) there's some there's some ideas about liberty that are very deep beyond just the surface like let's go fight the british there's this idea like you're born into this world as a human being and certain rights are given by god that everybody has and in a way law enforcement is an infringement on those rights by nature of what it is because it's saying you can't do this as a human being and I'm not saying that's wrong, but in a way, it attacks liberty on a small level. And I think part of that is necessary. You have to have rules when people get together where there's going to be chaos. Mm-hmm. But people who are upset with rules, I don't immediately say, you're stupid. Because it's like they're tapping into a very important part of human nature that founded this country. Mm-hmm. So that would be like my steel man. So gotcha. I, I get that. I think that what I'm trying to say is, is there a point where you can discuss with the unreasonable so like let's say ben says defund the police he hears you say all that which you know that's a very logical statement and he says no you're wrong they kill people like is there is there a point where you just say i have to pull back like there's no changing this person or is there actually something you can do to change them there is that i think it's in proverbs or psalms where Mm -hmm. it says don't answer a fool to his folly Mm-hmm. And it's like the idea of like, don't get in the pit and wrestle with somebody who's just trying to wrestle. And at that point, yeah, I wouldn't respond to Ben, but I'd try if I really cared about Ben and I want to be a positive impact in his life. I'd be like, Ben, what's up, man? You want to go get some food sometime? You want me to uh, hang out with you? You want to watch a movie? You want to 
So it's basically by diffusing <laughs> the situation, <laughs> well, you, you're bringing something different. Oh, I just move in and try to have a relationship with gotcha. him and enter his life instead of just having our relationship defined by this argument, have our relationship defined by the fact yeah. that we're for each other, supporting yeah. each other through life. Yeah, I think that's a really good point. I mm. think, you know, too many times we um, define another human being by uh, something that they believe in or something that they support rather than oh. defining them as another human being yeah so um for instance like my brother and i um my younger brother daniel we go uh toe-to-toe all the time on uh politics and um his view on humanity and how he believes the government needs to support everybody and healthcare is a basic human right all this kind of stuff so um all the fun stuff that um he believes so (laughs) but at the end of the day like those are just items he believes right it's not necessarily something that like is going to change the way that i look at him because at the end of the day he's still going to sit down for dinner you know yeah like i'm i still care about his well-being i still care about you know those kind of aspects of him as a human being um do i think some of the his views on you know liberty and justice and all that kind of stuff are wrong Sure, but that's my opinion. He thinks my views on liberty and justice are wrong. So, you know, I I feel like the only way for people to not only listen or um, trust you is to first instill relationship. Yeah, exactly. Because you can't just sit on Facebook and bash somebody. No, you're never no. going to convince yeah, them. Never. Love combats all. Correct. I think that's the best way to describe it is just like, Whatever they do, whatever hatred that they want to spill, sometimes they just need to vent to someone. I think mm-hmm. that's the reality of a situation. You know, maybe things aren't so great at their in their home life that they just they haven't had someone willing to reach out and discuss things with them, and so they feel like, hey, I can be a no person, uh, a faceless entity on the internet and say whatever I want, so I can gain reactions and have people talk to me. And like that's the interactions that they that's the only thing they've ever understood. They don't understand what love means. What does it mean to react to someone with, you know, compassion, you know, showing like, like I care about your humanity. I don't care about your points of view. Like we can just sit there and talk and be friends. And I think that's such an undervalued thing in society today. I'll say like my time in the mountains, I was surrounded with by, by people who may have had different political views than I did. In yeah. fact, I'm pretty sure a lot of us were not on the same page, even though it, it didn't really come up. But Every one of them gave me water out of their backpack if I was thirsty That we were, when we were climbing up the mountain, like when we had limited water supply. Mm. Everybody was just so selfless, and that kind of superseded any anything. So, And it's, I mean, it's in the New Testament. Mm-hmm. I'm just going to bring up the Bible as much as I can because that's where I think the root of a lot of these truths is from. And when Jesus talks about loving your enemy or when a soldier asks you to carry his pack, carry it double. It's like this idea that's like, care about the person you don't even want to care about because if you really want to heal the world that's what you got to do mm, that's good that's real good yeah that's real good I think that's a good place for us to end I feel yeah. comfortable I feel like you know we talked about it we talked about alternative alternative excuse me like discussions how do, can you reach out to someone who thinks completely differently than you I think this is a healthy healthy podcast for us I'll see Ben on Facebook <laughs> I'll be there. Oh, I want a small announcement. I want you guys to know as lead uh, 
fringe researcher of this group. I have hold up. Let's be real. If anyone does the least amount of research in this group, it's David. I said fringe, <laughs> fringe research. Jack. Okay, okay. I have an Audible account, and I recently used one of my two tokens to acquire a oh book gosh, on gosh, the gosh. occult in the Nazi regime. So I'm going to be bringing some hot fire to the random discourse in the future. Little oh tidbits thrown out. You know. I want to throw in a little tidbit that I thought was kind of interesting before we finish. So I've been creating this local uh, election platform guideline on our website, Info Pilgrims. And the only candidates who have reached out to me were on the Democratic Party. Really? I have reached out to every single local candidate. Zero response from the Republican Party. I work for the Republican Party. And zero of them have reached they back to me. They must have been listening to <laughs> Bro, I don't know. But I just want to say, like, kudos to the Democratic Party. Like, yeah. they're, like, as soon as I send an email, I'm getting responses immediately from them. But, like, the Republican Party, it's been very quiet. I had a couple local people actually say they're going to send me stuff later, but I haven't received it yet. But I just found that kind of interesting. Yeah. Hey, they need to get on board with Info Pilgrims because we are the hotness. Bro. Pe- we, we're reaching ears. We're reaching and tickling ears out there. All right, guys, thank you so much for listening. Again, if you are a local listener, go to our website. It will be live on Saturday, this coming Saturday. We'll have all the election platform, all the candidates talking about their viewpoints. It's not our words. It's literally they transcribed what their platform was, and they sent it to me. I just copied and pasted it on our website. You can check it all at infopilgrims.com. And until next time, let's make America think again. 